0: Welcome to our very first episode of Food to Know. We are your friends who study food and work in the food industry. This channel will be dedicated to exploring topics that come up in our everyday lives and maybe you have come across these topics before and want to know the answers to. We want to explore the food industry as a whole, look at some signs we can use at home, and spend some time digging on how some misconception may have originated. To start off, let's talk about what is food science. Have you ever wondered how and where you get your food? Back before the industrial revolution, in order to get food, most likely you would go to your local market, or you might even know the farmer that grew and harvested the food personally. Your food choices would be limited to what could be grown in your area, and foods can be very seasonal. A lot of traditional foods you will find are often preserved or cured, because that's the only way they could last. The food goes directly from the farmer or the local market and then it mixes way to your home kitchen, so you can make that amazing creation of yours, and that was it. But now, for the most of us, we would go to the local supermarket and have all types of fresh and processed food at our fingertips throughout the year. Has there ever crossed your mind on how that happens? The grocery store probably had nothing to do with growing the food. They bought it from someone, who may then have bought it from someone else. Or like in a restaurant, the food that you order off the menu? Are they all freshly made in house? Or are some bought off someone, and then they jazz it up in their own unique way according to the menu? There are many layers that you would have to peel back to fully understand the same farm to fork and the complexity of the modern food supply chain, which we can explore in future episodes. Did you know there are people that study the science of food? And not being very creative, the field is simply called food science. When I tell people I study food science, the typical answers that I get are, I bet you're an amazing cook, or I bet you eat all day. Or the slightly more technical answer is, you must test food and you wear a hair neck, because that's what I see on TV. These are all very common answers that I hear from my friends and family who are not too familiar with this field, which was exactly like me when I studied food science. I thought it was a combination of eating, culinary, nutrition, and obviously science because it's literally in the program name. But after completing my studies and actually working for a number of years, The prospect for those who are in food science can span across a lot of different areas. I think the first most obvious choice would be in more traditional science settings, like in the lab doing research on things, like perfecting a crop, which we'll get to in later episodes talking about GMO, or seeing what effects different yeast strains have on beer fermentation, or running specific tests to determine if spice is indeed grown from a specific country like it's labeled. The other less obvious choice would be to work in the private sector, Imagine your typical food brand. Half of the people working there might have some sort of relevance to food science. The people who develop new products are definitely ones that come to mind. It is not as simple as just thinking up an idea and it will work. Because of how commercialized food manufacturing is, there are factors to consider such as how and what components to combine to create for that specific taste and visual profile you're looking for, what ingredients are commercially available, how everything interacts together, the shelf life of the product, the nutrition, and most importantly, how to ensure to deliver for that consistent quality and customer experience each and every time. Imagine you buy a box of brownies in January and then mid-year again. It should taste the same and deliver the same experience over and over. So there is definitely a lot of science that happens from the idea that you thought of on your kitchen counter to putting it in a manufacturing environment with mixing tanks and ovens and packers through all the transportation and logistics, and finally having a consumer purchase that product off the shelf, possibly thousands of kilometers away. There are also the people in the government that are food science related. Inspectors that look at restaurants and food manufacturing sites are part of this community. As well, the industry is very keen on self-regulation as food recalls are giant headaches, bad for brand reputation, but also sometimes it can get consumers very, very sick. There are actually a lot of people who have food science backgrounds that work for auditing firms that grant food safety certificates, as well as for other programs such as organics, non-GMOs, and allergen-free. Surprisingly, a lot of chefs may actually not be related to food science. It doesn't take a scientist to make food taste and look good. They tend to complete culinary school, which focuses more on actual application and handling of the food itself. But they definitely have some components of food science in the course as well, such as proper hygiene and some basic food safety rules that everyone should follow. So did any of them relate back to those common answers that I hear from my friends and family? Definitely. But is there more to that? I would say definitely as well. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like and subscribe to the channel and check back on the next episode where we uncover more common questions that comes about on Food to Know. If you have any specific questions you want us to talk about, please comment below and let us know. See you next time, your friend in food science.